second and then we're going to do a little release before we start and we're going to do that all the time now because I noticed that I did it before I come on and I'm like yeah <laughs> we need it don't we good release wait a little second is called release on um, Spotify um, just so you've got these playlists if you just put my name in Spotify there is um, like six different playlists there for all the different things that we speak about there's one to embody the warrior energy there's one to embody the lover energy there's one to embody the sovereign energy there's one for um, supporting us like with creating a more feminine like life force type of dance and then there's one for like when you're just gonna flip and you need to scream and you need to get everything out and that one's called release so they're the different ones on there and i use every single one of them <laughs> so, so what we're going to do now is um we're just going to put some music on you can stand up if you want to or you can stay in the space that you're in it's completely up to you what you want to do but this is where we're just going to let go so it's very free flowing. We'll just do it. Right. Yeah. 
put that one on it should go <laughs> Okay. Not letting me put the other song on, so I'm meant to have this song on, guys. So we're having a song on. Right, can everyone hear me okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. How do you feel after your shake? What does anyone want to share? How do you feel before and how do you felt after? Or how do you felt even doing it? A bit moody. <laughs> can what? you hear me? Yes. I said, oh, hold on. Uh, I said I was feeling a little bit... Um... My kids have been playing on their playstations. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 My kids have been playing on their playstations and one of them's in the living room, one of them's in the bedroom and it's just really, really been irritating me. So yeah, no, that felt really good because I feel all like ready to laugh again now. So yeah. <laughs> Letting it go. Letting it go. It's um... a bit dizzy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this, this for us, we need to do this every day, really. Yeah. We need to like release the energy and when we're feeling something inside us, it's just because we're built up. Mm. We're built up and we we hear all the sayings, don't we, of like happy and all these emotions that there's some sort of correlation of good and bad emotions. I don't know where that ever came from. But ultimately we can't feel happy if we don't release the energy that's inside us. And we can get that from going to the supermarket. 
you know, it's not necessarily always something that happens in our day. It could be something we've seen. Maybe we've read something on Instagram and we felt something or whatever. It's energy, isn't it? It's energy and we need to release it. I'm just going to share something from, um, was it last night? The night before. Um, I was out having dinner and I felt something uh, from a comment from somebody else. And I bypassed this comment off that um, the reason why I was feeling sick is because I'd eaten my food too quick. And it was actually energetical. It was actually a physical trigger. So we're used to our triggers where we're like, oh, but this trigger for me showed up as physical pain in my womb, literal pain. And I have never experienced anything like this in my life. It's been one of the most profound things that has ever happened to me. And this is what we do when people go and sit with medicine so we can get these pages to let go. And that came with no medicine. And it was literal, someone said something in a comment. So this is what it was. We were talking about releasing um, sexual trauma. All of the programs that we've been, you know, built up with cover up and don't do that and don't say this and we're all like this. And we were just having a conversation with it. A few of us sitting around the table and um, a lady come past and I will never, ever, ever forget this moment. It was like a robot. She came to the table and she went, you know, that person who serves medicine up the road, um, I was sexually abused by him and walked away. Everyone was like, It was the most bizarre. I don't know what happens, whether it was an inappropriate comment or anything that happens or whether it was abuse. Nobody knows. But it was like she... It was like a message moving through her. That's what it felt like. It felt like it wasn't part of the conversation. And it was... It was so... It felt bizarre. That's what it felt like because it... It was just a passing comment. It wasn't really in what we were speaking about at all. So we we looked at each other and and, and I I looked at Patty and Patty looked at me and I could see that we both felt a little bit uncom like a bit uncomfortable, you know, like oh what what what, what just happened, um, and after that, then I began to feel sick and I had a real pain in the pit of my stomach and I said. Oh, I've eaten, I've eaten my food too quick. I've eaten my food too quick. And um, and she went, um, it might be energetic. And I just passed it off and passed it off. I got back into Patty's house and projectile vomited. Didn't even have time to get to the toilet. All over the floor, I had pain in my womb space where I was like, like real on the floor. I was lying on a soft rug for the comfort of it. And... Patty went, maybe that's a message that's moving through for you, for anything that you, you're moving through at the minute. And I began to just shed tears as if I wasn't, at, it felt like I wasn't there. It felt like I was on like a, I don't know, like on a journey somewhere. And then, you know, when you come round after it and you're like, oof, and this is the level of consciousness that we're in now, this level of consciousness where we used to need to, 
go and seek these levels of consciousness outside of ourselves so that we could so that they could expand and open up so that we could receive the downloads the information for ourselves to be able to move forward and heal or let go of whatever it is that was in our subconscious or not in our awareness but because the consciousness is rising the triggers at the moment are everywhere and the projection is as well so if we can move with it and find out what it is and accept things we can rise very fast now very 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 fast if we if we stay away and look at like what did that mean for me because I was very quick to pass that off I wasn't open to be like oh yeah that's that I was like I got my food too quick I don't know what you're talking about and that's what our like subconscious does to us so that was just something I wanted to share about the level of consciousness that we're in now but also share a personal experience um just so yeah just wanted to share that because it's it's profound times that we're in but seriously like we can do more work in shorter amounts of times so yeah just staying awake to triggers right now staying awake to triggers um i'm just gonna get the share screen on him be a second okay you've had that share screen on I'm not too sure where Nicola's just gone more relaxed no wake yeah wake sure up. Up. okay so this one is um the observer to become the observer of our life so what we'll do is I'll run through this we can make some notes and then at the end we will have a discussion on and um, what came up for us throughout this workshop to so becoming the observer of our life which is an example of what I've just gave then about that um that personal situation that I was in being more of an observer you know rather than like pushing things off and actually looking for the how how we can link our judgments and things that are happening around us with things that we are actually moving through so i'll make a start becoming the observer of our life so this is imagine your life as a movie so we've got a question if you are watching your life now if you are watching your life now on the TV, what would you be saying to yourself? Really think about this now. Let's close our eyes and get into a deeper brainwave where we can actually think about this. And what we're going to do is we're going to, don't worry, what we're going to do is um, look at our environment and our behaviors and our situation. So if we could all just close our eyes for a moment and imagine that you are sitting on your sofa and your tv is on let's just get into our body first and relax our shoulders remove our tongue from the roof of our mouth relax our eyebrows and do two deep inhales so all the way from the bottom of our tummy Inhale, hold, 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 hold. One last sip. Exhale. Ah, 
Feel free to make an audible exhale and inhale again. Inhale. All the way up, one more time, a little bit more. Hold, 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 exhale. Ah. Okay, you're sitting on your sofa. What do you have on? What clothes do you have on? What does the sofa look like? What colour is the sofa? What does the sofa feel like? Really imagine what, what clothes you've got on. Where about do you sit on the sofa? Do you lean more to the left, more to the right? Are you lying down? Really picture yourself and feel yourself in sitting in your sofa. Your TV is on. So the TV is switched on. And you have stepped out of the TV and sat on your sofa. You are now looking at the TV. What is happening in your life? What behaviors do you have? What situations are there? What patterns are there? What things are replaying? What's current for you right now? What's current right now for you? And now look, look at yourself in this situation from you sitting on your sofa. Look at yourself through the screen at your life. Your life is a movie. What are you shouting at the screen? What do you want to say most to yourself? You're watching it. You're watching your life as a movie. You're sitting on your sofa. You're watching the TV. Your life is playing like a movie when you get up in the morning, afternoons, when you're at work, when you come home of an evening. What are you doing? What are you doing in that time? What are you shouting to yourself? When you're ready, just bring your awareness back to the room. Okay, we've got get off your phone is what I'd be yelling at my TV. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, do more, do more, do more. It's funny, isn't it, when we actually step back and, and observe, observe ourselves, we actually, we get to see what we're doing because we're in autopilot and in the day, the day goes on, on and on and on. And a lot of the time we can be like, what did I do today or where have I been or what's happened? And we can do this day to day. This I do this of a morning in bed. So when I'm sitting in bed and I've just woke up, I will see myself at the door and at the door is me looking at me in bed. Don't put up with it. Yes, 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 yes. So while we're here and we've got um, get off your phone. So Nicola, what's your new rule now for your phone? What's a rule that you can create for yourself? Um, I think... I mean, I've been trying to do this anyway, but putting it, putting all games down and phones and everything at maybe, I don't know, half seven at night, mm -hmm. even if I do pick it up again after the kids have gone to bed, but just have maybe two hours with no, with nothing. Nothing digital. Besides, <laughs> besides yeah. each other's company. Yeah. But then it's it's difficult because like that's that's great on a good day, but if if like I've had a bad day or um 
or like it's been stressful or something's going on with my family or something you know just like things come up don't they so that can get in the way that's what ends up happening and then you just back into the routine of having it all the time but because hmm. I've already got all my notifications off yeah yeah there's a way that you can remove some apps off um your phone but it doesn't delete any of the data so then you specifically have to go on app store to access the app and just oh, adding, really? yeah just adding those few steps in really mm. supports us with giving ourselves a second to actually realize what we're doing rather than mindlessly doing something and half an hour later going what what am I what was I doing then what am I doing you know yeah. so that like I'll it. go on I mean I don't know if anyone else does this but I'll go on Instagram to find like a recipe that I saved two days ago or something and then an hour later I'm like deep into cat videos or something else random and then I'm just like what where who <laughs> yeah. where am I like it takes you doesn't it it really takes yeah. you it's really it's really bad isn't it mm. I mean it's not it's nice because you have a little giggle whilst you're doing that but then you're like oh my god I could have cooked, cooked two hours ago and like the house yeah. would have been clean and I've just been sat on my phone yeah it's got to be in your time hasn't it on your on your watch I set a timer for 8pm every night. Ah, perfect. I need to do that. Thanks. I think I'll try that. And I'll 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 Google about the app thing. Do you, what do you do? Do you just delete them from your just home delete screen? It. Yeah, when you go on to delete it, it will say to you, um, just remove from screen or actually delete the app. And if you put remove from screen, you have to then go on to um onto the well, app. Well, you store. have to search for it, don't you? And yeah, yeah, you have to search for it, yeah. Yeah. so then by the time you say it you're like mm. <laughs> you'd have a second to be like I'm gonna create some consciousness around my actions here what is it mm. that I'm actually doing and then mm. I was thinking as well to get um like an actual alarm clock next to my bed obviously so that I can get up in the morning but then leave my phone out of the room so that I'm not on it before bed and I'm not waking up on it because that is the biggest thing in in my life and I know a few people that I know is we wake up and the first thing you do is you check your Instagram and yeah. straight away if I mean because you don't it's not like you're picking what you're watching a lot of the time it's just there yeah. straight away your mood's brought down because there's a news article been shared about something that you'd not normally know about and yeah yeah so yeah I'll try all these things let's see let's see yeah. in a week <laughs> and it is it, it's how we go to sleep and how we wake up dictates our day so we want to yeah. be in control of of what that is and it's it's like a quick dopamine hit as well and then we end up going back to the same source yeah. so depending on what we use for our first dopamine hit we'll continue to go back to that source yeah so having like a love mantra playlist on spotify is brilliant That's... and you can wake up more gently then you know, rather than having a heart attack because our cortisol levels, our cortisol levels are higher in the morning. So it's really important at that minute that we, for me, I do three breaths as soon as I open my eyes. Because you you, you can have that like, where am I going? What am I doing? What am I meant to be? You get pulled into like a survival state. So it's good to... um to actually connect with our breath and our body before we do anything else. Hmm. Thanks, Liz. Hmm. I'm excited to hear. 
hear how, how different that is. Yeah, I will. I'll keep you updated. I'll, we'll see how yeah. I get on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Do more, you said. What, what did you mean by do more, Catherine? I tend to find that I just sit and do nothing. Like sometimes in the evening, I find like excuses where I feel too tired. So then I'll go on my phone and then I go on my phone and it's like going down the rabbit hole. Like Nicola says, I'll, I'll look for something and then I'll go off on a tangent and I'll be watching videos and then it's like my evening's gone and it's helped because I've put like um, an alarm on me on my phone. So every evening, 8pm, it comes up, no social, so I'll come off that and then I'll be like, yeah, it's too late to do anything now. So I'll just like mooch about the house and do a bit of tidying. But I think like I find like excuses not to do things I mean, I go to work, I come home, I'm very basic with what I do, and I, I feel like it's because I feel safe at home, and yeah, I just feel comfortable, but I just think like it's such a waste, I could be doing more, but I do, I do get social anxiety, so I do try and probably find excuses to not go out, so yeah, it's, it's, it's working on that really, pushing myself out my fear zone. <laughs> So it's going out more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, um, I just like find it difficult to, even though like in my job, I'm fine. I can connect to people in my job. Like it's all a facade, but I'm comfortable. I've done it for a long time. So in that environment, I'm okay. But then I come home and I want to stay at home. I like going places, even if it's just like, I don't know, if I was going to a museum or going for a walk with me dogs and then people start talking to me and they're only trying to be sociable like oh how old your dog and all that and I'm thinking please don't talk to me please don't talk to me and it's like I just yeah I just I'm sorry if you can hear that noise that's my dog making noises but um yeah I just I'm not I don't know how to describe it I just get really anxious um around strangers and I don't know why hmm. I don't know why yeah. Is it, do you want to talk to them? Or like, do you wish that you didn't have that? Or not? I wish, yeah, I wish I didn't have that anxiety. I don't know. I think it probably stems from when I was little because my dad had mental health problems. And when I was little, like, even if it was like, I don't know, at a family occasion when, when he could get to them. He wouldn't like me engaging with people, even when we went to McDonald's as a child. It'd be like, I'd be trying to play with the children. And he'd be like, come here, leave them Kathy, come here, come here. And it was like, he was afraid to people to start talking to him because he couldn't deal with it because of the way he was. And I don't know whether I've picked up on that. So I, it's maybe what I attach to it. I attach to people, like it's anxiety. I, I can't deal with it. I don't know why, honestly, I, I just feel stress and situations I don't know I, I don't think it's like a confidence thing like I don't I don't feel like it's what value have I got to add to a conversation it's not a, a case of that it's more like um I just feel stressed around strangers and I just don't know why mm. but oh yeah I do I wish I wasn't like that I just feel that it drains me I'm not saying necessarily people dream me, I dream, I dream myself. Um, <laughs> I do. 
but it's like I think that that's a huge part of of probably why I haven't even left my job and everything um, and yeah. it's kind of making new connections with people and that I find it terribly difficult to connect with people I mean it takes a while I'm gonna do I can connect well but yeah it's just engaging with strangers it's like it, it I feel like maybe thinking about it more than anything it, like say for arguments like say that I was just going to a national trust place and one of the volunteers says oh um this house was built in such and such or such and such a family I'd be like oh god um why are they talking to me <laughs> and it, it's like how do how do I deal with this and I'm like oh yeah that, that's that's interesting and it, it's not that I'm pretending I am interested but it's like oh crap how do I deal with this how do I deal with this person yeah, that I, I, it sounds bizarre. That's that's how I feel. How, how do I deal? How am I supposed to deal with this person? Mm-hmm. So it, I do feel like I'm not quite a recluse, but apart from going to work, and I do go on the odd days out, but even when I go on the odd days out, it, it does take it out of me and it drains me. So I feel like that's why I tend to stay at home or I go and see my mom. And But yeah, I don't really like venture off out I don't go on work nights out even though I feel comfortable with work people it's feel like I find it quite draining because I feel like maybe I've got to put like a facade on and be a bit more bubbly and engaging than I feel like I can be as well so yeah um I tend to find that I used to make a lot of excuses oh I can't um I'll you know, my partner's going out, I've got no one to have the little one. Now I'm just dead honest with people, I just feel like, oh, yeah, it, I, I just, I feel like it drains me, I haven't got the energy. Mm. I'm just quite honest now. Yeah, that's amazing. Sorry if I've gone off a bit there. <laughs> you haven't, you can't go off here. We're here to talk about all you want to talk about. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. Thank, Thank you, so thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. It's um, it's exhausting. Um, being what people want us to be, mm-hmm. and it's when we feel like we have to deal with someone or we have to be more chirpy, say on a work's night out. That means that we can't be who we are, and then we're invalidating how we actually feel in that moment. So it can support us when we feel what we feel, regardless of what we're meant to feel or look like we're meant to feel and be whatever that is because it's exhausting when we feel like we have to be something else other than ourselves. And I've found this personally as well in in situations, going to different places and there's a lot of places that I didn't feel like aligned with me anymore. And I was keeping up this facade as as this old character that I was, that I knew fitted in in that specific place. And I would get drained and feel really tired. And as well, if we're empathic and we can feel the energy and emotions of other people, we have to work on our protection, protecting our own energy so that we're able to move through spaces and not have other energy and other things attached to us like what we spoke about then in the beginning um, about that trigger moving through me, that attached to me. 
literally like I, I was I vomited off that so it's natural to feel like afraid afraid of um of what's out there of what's out there but a lot of the time um as you said at the conversation oh yeah I am interested in like asking questions it'll it'll be it'll support you if you ask questions back so all the answers aren't on you <laughs> you know yeah. they're gonna ask something else they're gonna say something else they're gonna and um and and lean into the um there's little things that you can do um to bring yourself into the moment as well I used to wear like a a, a rubber like a, a hair bubble like a hair tie on my wrist and when I'd be in them situations I just used to ping it and that would bring me into the, the present moment because I wasn't in that moment I was I wasn't in my body I should say I was very much in my mind thinking of what I should be saying or what I should be doing and exhausting myself when actually I'm not even present to what the person's saying because I'm in my head and it's that that helped me like that little pinger because I'd I'd feel my body then I, I was activating one of my senses and when we're activating our senses we're not in our head so that could be helpful yeah I'll try that Liz thanks for that because that's it you've just ex- described exactly how I feel I am in my head that's what I'm yeah. doing I'm, I'm not fully present and I'm, I'm making all these things up in my head and overthinking and yeah I'll mm-hmm. try that I've not tried that before yeah the, it's a little it's, bubble trick <laughs> yeah it's helpful because it brings us it brings us into our um into our body but definitely working with your breath and like that movement we've just at the beginning will be helpful because they're all moving into our body getting into our body rather than um our head thanks so much for sharing thank you really oh, thank, thank you for your advice Liz thank, thank you. you thank you so we had um do more which we're gonna do because now we've got a bubble um off the phone and um Mo do you want to share anything about what you're about what you're doing yeah I mean my one was like watching the tv screen when we did that like meditation was like don't put up with it and I like I think I've been putting up with a lot um and just recently I've decided no more so I've given my notice in at work Um, I leave on the 20th of June and I'm setting up a, a, a business where I don't have to put up with all the corporate crap um, oh, in terms yeah. of all the game playing that goes on it's like it's just not worth it and makes you real um, being in a toxic culture you know because we are for some total other people we, we hang around but if we're letting ourselves hang around with those people it's like uh, it's not good for our souls, is it? So, um, yeah, I think that's. Uh, but and just being able to think, pause, and take a step back and go, actually, is this serving me? Mm. Before I was such a people, well, you know, Liz, I was such a people pleaser. I was like, it didn't matter what I thought. It's like, what did, what do I need to do? What should I do? What's expected of me? And mm. <laughs> that was, I was, that's what I was driven by. Mm. and now it's what is what do I want to do yeah yes is that <laughs> is that like is that something that you know I'm drawn towards that will you know yeah is is is, is being my true self rather than it goes back to being what everybody else expects you to be mm. 
And that's how we get drained. It's how we get tired. It's how we get depressed, isn't it? It's, oh, it eats away at us. Yeah, and you know, it was saying that from a team, and I thought, but I saw something on, I think it was, was it on, um, saw something on one of the social channels, and it was something about, like, um, this guy who works where, where I work um, was 35 years in the business today. We all uh, stood up, um, had a slice of cake, and some of them said, oh, we weren't even born when you started. Then we all sat down and got on back on to work. And I thought, you know what? It sums it up, doesn't it? You know, wow. in that kind of corporate environment, because that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 35 years, a slice of cake. <laughs> oh, my God. It's them little things, isn't it, that make you like, oh, my God. You just see how it actually plays out congratulations now i know that's something that you've wanted to do for such a long time it's such a huge step yeah congratulations yeah are you feeling good about it i am yeah i am feeling good about it um, yeah yeah and it's just i mean i know it'll be hard work but at least it'll be doing what i want to do rather than what i should be doing or what is being set as a corpus agenda rather than all that yeah, living your own agenda. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations. Exciting. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Okay, what's our next um, picture? Mm. So we are in emotion when we are looking at ourselves and our own life, when we look at something logically, we get a clearer idea of what we need to do next time. And that is exactly like that video that you've just shared. We're in emotion of our day to day, but when you've actually seen that video, you're like, it pulls you into logic and we, we get to see a clearer picture of what's actually happening. It's difficult for us to switch out of emotion and into logic observing ourselves supports us observing ourselves supports us in moving into logic so we can actually observe and then make better decisions and choices when we're seeing our life as a movie it's the logical thing that was screaming at the tv which is what we should do next and imagining that within our life we can actually see ourselves playing out all of these patterns things that's happening what we're doing why we're doing these things what we feel we should be doing and when we think of cognitive dissonance for instance what we feel inside and what we do on the outside if these don't align we're naturally going to feel a sense of discomfort within us so if we're looking at the TV and shouting something different compared to what we're actually seeing on the TV, that's a sign that we have this level of um, discomfort within us that needs to be brought back to equilibrium. And then we go, okay, so what am I shouting at the TV? That's what I really think I should be doing. And then we match that with our actions. And that's how we bring ourselves back into ease and calm and feeling aligned when we think and um, feel something, but we're doing and saying something else, we really feel this sense of, um, sometimes we can't pinpoint what it is, 
But when we move back to that think, think, feel, do, and say, we can we can bring ourselves back into um yeah into ease. So we always have the power to give ourselves what we need. And we actually only need two things. As human beings, we only need two things. And that is our nature and discipline. And we say these are two things, but they're not very small, are they? They're huge things and they're very difficult for us to do. But if we forget everything and we just come back to nature and discipline, then we know that ultimately we are fulfilling all of our own needs. We can write down our needs and we can make commitments to, for, to fulfilling them. We can also make plans to meet them. So let's think of these two things that we need is our nature and discipline. So our discipline would be, I'm going to set this rule that I'm going to set this alarm on my phone at 7.30. And then that's us um, abiding to our own boundaries. We have all these boundaries for outside of us, but what are our own boundaries? What boundaries do we set for ourselves? These are our boundaries and nurturing ourselves. It's having that balance, isn't it? If I am tired, I need rest, especially on this journey. We need a lot more rest than normal. And we're not lazy. We actually need more rest. We're, we're going through so many shifts energetically. We're decoding so much within our own minds. We're becoming more aware and more conscious. And we need more rest. And then it's getting that balance, isn't it? Okay, so when do we stop resting? And um, and when is it that we we have these rules around what it is that we are doing, but being kind to ourselves in this process is, is everything along our way? Okay, we'll move on. Okay, so write this down. It supports us when we when we write things down today's date and write what you have just been shouting at the tv about your life right now i know that you've all got this so uh, we'll move on What you've shouted at the TV, was this news to you or was this something that you already knew? So you're looking at your life, you're sitting on the sofa, you're watching your life play out on a TV screen. When you shouted at the TV what you wanted to say to yourself, is this thing that you shouted, is this something that you were already aware of or was this something that came in for you as we were doing the meditation? when we were watching the TV. If this isn't news for you, and it's something that you know, and you might've been saying it for a while, ask yourself the question about why do you feel that you are not creating the actions that you know that you need to create? So you're not shouting the thing at the TV. Really explore this answer here because we have so many blocks and we don't spend enough time actually reflecting and inquiring with ourselves because it's easy to say, isn't it? I'm just going to do this. 
or I should be doing this. But what are the underlying reasons as to why? Because once we explore those and we find those blocks, we can remove them. If you're going somewhere you don't want to go, is it that you're afraid to upset someone? If you're afraid to upset someone, why do you think that may be? Do you feel you're responsible for other people's emotions when in actual fact we're only responsible for our own? Are you afraid of judgment of somebody maybe um, leaving you out of a group or not accepting you because you haven't done as they said? And if you feel that, have you felt that before? Has there been a time when you were younger that maybe you were in a group and um, you were cancelled out of the group or you wasn't chosen to be in a group? And it's given ourselves all this love and comfort that we are worthy. There's so many layers, as we can see now, as to why we do the things we do or why we don't do the things that we we say that we want to do. So just explore that self, explore that here for yourself for a moment. Why aren't you doing it? If we're on our phone, are we distracting ourselves from anything that we're feeling in our body, looking for a way to escape? If we're staying in our comfort zones, what is the worst possible thing that could ever happen if we moved out of our comfort zone and dealing with what that thing is? Is it judgment? Is it conflict? What is it? What's outside there? What is it that our subconscious is, is playing over in our mind? What, what is it telling us that's creating these behaviours that are holding us back? Let's dig deep. Okay, we'll move on. Okay, so explore your understanding from what we've just spoken about and um, what are your key takeaways and actions from today? And we'll just take that screen off now. We are back, we are back, we are back. Would anybody like to share anything? I'll just see the tribe comments. So we'll do our visualization and we'll come back to it. So we just get into our bodies. Let's get out of our heads, guys. Oh, let's get out of our heads. How do we get out of our heads? How do we get into our body? Inhale with me. Exhale. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Loosen your jaw, relax your eyebrows, let your shoulders go. Take both your hands, 
Tickle your arms. Really feel activating our senses. Allowing our thoughts to pass through, flying like birds. Knowing our thoughts are there, but not attaching to them. Letting them go, feeling into the music, sway. Really listen, intently listen to the music. Inhale. Exhale. Ah. Inviting you to really let go on an audible exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Ah. Let go, let go, let go, let go. Taking a second to understand that all of our behaviors are created from our subconscious mind. 95% of our behaviors are controlled from our past, our conditioning, our programming. And if we do not bring consciousness to the present moment within our choices, decisions, actions, our subconscious will rule our life. And there's a famous quote by Carl Jung that says, if we do not make our subconscious conscious, it will direct our life and we will call it fate. Becoming aware now, aware of all of our actions. Making choices in the leader of our own life. Ooh. 